Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we are going to be talking about grit. And I'm actually going to read uh, a section of the book, Grit, by Angela Duckworth. Uh, The full title is Grit, the Power of Passions, Passion and Perseverance. And um, first of all, I think this book is an absolute gem. Um, I think grit and and building habits are are so related um, because anytime someone's trying to change anything in their life, the the, the rate that people quit is astonishing. Um, And I can even show you within the app, like it's crazy how many people start something and then within a week, they're, they're, they're done with it. And um, yeah, so I think this, what I'm about to read does a really good job of showing um, just a little glimpse of what grit is really about. Um, so first she, uh, where is it? So she references uh, um, something that Will Smith said. He said, I've never really viewed myself as particularly talented. He once observed, when I excel, where I excel is ridiculous, sickening work ethic. Accomplishment in Will Smith, Will's eyes is very much about going the distance. Asked to explain his ascendancy to the, to the entertainment elite, Will said, the only thing that I see that is distinctly different about me is I'm not afraid to die on the treadmill. I will not be at work, period. You might have work, you might have more talent than me. You might have, you might be smarter than me. You might be sexier than me. You might be all those things. You got it on me in nine categories, but if we get on the treadmill together, there's two things: you're going, you're getting out first, or I'm going to die. It's really that simple. Um, and then she ends off the chapter, and I'm obviously I'm skipping some stuff here, um, but it goes: uh, when you completely, when you permanently turn your back on a commitment, your your effort plummets to zero. As a consequence, your skills stop improving, and at the same time, you stop producing anything with whatever skills you have. The treadmill is, in fact, an appropriate metaphor. By some estimates, about 40% of people who buy home exercise equipment later say they ended up using it less than they'd expect. How hard we push ourselves in a given workout matters, of course. But I think the bigger impediment to progress is that sometimes we stop working out altogether. As any coach or athlete will tell you, consistency of effort over a long run is everything. How often do people start down a path and give up on it entirely? How many treadmills, exercise bikes, and weight sets are at this very moment gathering dust in basements across the country? How many kids go out for a sport and then quit even before the season is over? How many of us vow to knit sweaters for all of our friends but only manage to have a sleeve, half a sleeve before putting down the needles? Ditto for home, the home for home vegetable gardens, compost bins, and diets. How many of us start something new, full of excitement and good intentions, and give up, and then give up permanently? Then we encounter the when we f- encounter the first real obstacle, the first long plateau in progress. Many of us, it seems, quit what we start far too early and too often. Even more than uh, even more than the effort of a greedy person puts in in a single day, what matters is that they wake up the next day. And the next day, ready to get on the treadmill and keep going. The separation of talent and skill, Will, Will Smith points out, is one of the greatest misunderstood concepts for people who are trying to excel, who have dreams, who want to do things. Talent, you have naturally. Skill is only developed by hours and hours of beating on your craft. So that was kind of long, but um, I think it was 100% worth it. And here's why. So first of all, I remember seeing that video of Will Smith talking about dying on the treadmill, which I think um, 
was always something for me. Like, like genuinely, like I would watch that video. That was how I always felt in life. Um, and it's so ironic just because I actually ran track. So it related so well, but that's how I felt. I was like, look, there was tons of people who had more talent, they're faster, they're stronger, they had all these things on me. But I'm like, look, I'm, I'm literally willing to get on it and die. Like I'm willing to push myself to a level um, that, you know, I'll collapse after and, and that'll be the end of my life because I exhausted my body too much. I'm good with that. Um, and I think that mindset, when you carry that over into a lot of different things, um, you really understand that true grit. And this is where I think people get grit wrong. And it's not understanding how passion really works. Um, for most people, passion um, is about endurance. It's about actually staying with it over the long run. And I think um, what I think about is in, in happiness hypothesis, um, he talks about two different um, types of love. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to get this wrong. I think I know, one I know is called passionate love. And the other one, I think was like communicative love or something like that. But the, the passionate love, really was like intense. It was like when people have love at first sight, they get together, they're having sex all the time. Everything's like perfect for like five months. And then it just like fizzles out super fast. Whereas like the other love is like gradual building love that happens slowly over a long period of time. And um, I think, you know, regardless of the titles of what they're called, I think having a love for, for what you're doing that grows slowly over time is a, a very powerful thing. Like I think when you get attached to something that you're working on, it's like you should love it a little bit more, just a tiny bit more every single day over the over a long period of time. Um, I also think it, like one thing that really hit me here was, um, first of all, just like, and I, I, I how many times have I talked about this on the show, just showing up? Have you been listening to this for a while now? I constantly talk about showing up. One of the things, that one, so in our, 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 our habit stacking system, it's stack, start, schedule, the last one, show up, show up, show up, show up. The reason why it show up is because if you don't do that, nothing else matters. This morning when I got up, like right now, it's 4.36 a.m. I got up at, like my alarm went off at 3.10. I was so tired. I did not want to get up and I definitely did not want to do this podcast. Who cares? No one cares. No one wants to hear it. You don't want to hear it. It doesn't matter. I started to get up and show up and do it. Like, but if I'm not even willing to show up, like you have no chance of like, before people even get to like, am I going to produce something great? Before you can even do great, you have to just show up and be there. Before you can have a great practice, you have to actually be at practice. Before you can have a great game, before you can have a great performance, before you can have a good day at work, like you have to actually just show up and do it. Um, so I love that, uh, that she, she mentions that, is that half of it just, half of success is just actually showing up over a long period of time. And then uh, she mentions the specific line, how many kids go out for a sport and then quit even before the season is over? And I'm like, oh, man, that's so powerful. Uh, the reason I love that is that that's one thing my parents, I that, that was a, a no-no in our house. Um, I remember my brother started a season of football, and uh, it was his first season, and he wanted to quit. As soon as he got his first hard hit, he was like, no, nope, I want to be done. My parents were like, no, nope, you start it, you finish it. We pay, you're finishing the season. If you want to quit at the end of the season, that's your job. That's your choice. Um, but uh, he ended up loving it and he stuck with it, you know. And um, for for me, it was the same. I had seasons where our team sucked so bad and I was just getting beat up all the time. And I wanted to quit. And I was like, no, you're going to show up, made a commitment. And um, I'm, I, I'm so thankful to God that my parents 
um, instilled that in me because um, I quit some things too early. And that like, the, like there's not a lot of things I end up regretting in life, but I know there's some things that I, I could have uh, excelled at greatly outside of sports um, that I quit too early. And like for me, habit stacker is that redemption. Is that it's that um, opportunity to say, you know what? Nope, I'm sticking with something for a very long period of time. Um, and one, let me see one other thing that I wanted to point out. Um, yeah, so like she mentions, you know, many of us seem to quit what we start far too early and far too often, and um, yeah, that can't, that cannot be, um, you know, you can't put any more of an exclamation point on that. You know, we gotta stop quitting. We gotta start switching. We gotta choose something that we're passionate about and that we can sustain that passion for a long period of time. And then we just got to persevere and stay at it, show up for it. And when those obstacles keep coming at us, don't be discouraged by them. I am, um, uh, I had a friend at my house yesterday from my church and she wants to like sing. And one of the obstacles she had is like getting someone to play guitar and, um, that's made her quit in the past. And I said to her, I'm like, if this is something you really want to do, you can't let these little short-term obstacles derail your whole dream. Like that's, that's, that's on you. If you know, you can't control what other people do. If you need help from someone, you can't control whether they help you, but you can control whether you keep showing up. Um, and like, I kind of just do the, drew this diagram in here, but it's pretty much you use effort to, to, to gain more skill. And then you use more effort to gain more achievement. And I think that's kind of the summary of, um, what it's really about. Um, stop looking at the talent and really start measuring how much effort you really put in. Because one thing she mentioned in the book is how people will say they want someone who works hard, but we're more we're more like blown away by talent um, because it's very mysterious. And talent can often, when we look at someone else's talent, it often lets us off the hook. And I think uh, this is such an important thing to note. Um, if you see someone talented, don't look at just the talent. Try and understand the story behind, behind how they become so good at something. Because there's always a story behind it, right? You know, there's there's a, a lot of practice, there's a lot of effort that was put in to get to that point. But talent basically lets us off the hook. Because if we see someone's really good at something, we just say, "Hey, they're talented." Then we don't have to we don't have to worry about trying to put in the effort to be as good as they were. Because like, ah, they didn't put in any effort. They just were talented, and we can't fall into that trap. You guys. Um, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about grit and, and because the more I get through this book um, and the more I think about some other things that I've read, the more I realize that um, that it, it, it's, it's harder to build habits if you're not a greedy person. If you're not good at sticking with anything for the long run, um, you're probably never going to change any of your habits. So um, I think this is an important book for what we're trying to do here.